Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh, boy. I don't know what happened yesterday. If the media got bored, they had nothing going on. They were just doing their normal thing. I have no idea. But yesterday was a just a banner day for fake news. Mm. From the Trump exposed the spy to Trump landed uh, in an airport they shouldn't have landed in to Trump had nobody <laughs> at his rally. To uh, Folks, it was endless. I have a absolutely stacked show for you today. Let's get right to it. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Well, good morning, Dan. Good morning, everyone. Certainly glad to be here wow. with you, buddy. Wow. Oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? It's certainly not your typical <laughs> Joe Farmer. How's that for a Switching nice... it up a little bit. <laughs> Joe's going to a little Downton Abbey right there. On it. There you go. Uh, yeah, we Keep do have a stack one. But I want yeah. to... Yeah, it was good. Not bad. Not bad. Good one. I have this uh, the show that I have to start off and I have to decipher for uh-huh. you yesterday uh, to get clear the media fog about the Trump exposed the Russian spy story. Okay. I'm going to get to that <laughs> okay. first. Let's get to it though. Today's first sponsor... GenuCell, GenuCell, here we go. This is their jawline treatment right there. We have it in our house. We're running out a little bit. Got to get a little more. Ladies and gentlemen, the summer inventory clearance sale from Chamonix is here. Right now, when you order GenuCell's jawline treatment, you will get the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness free. That's right, free today. Take advantage of the sale. Here's Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama. OMG, love this product. Saw a difference almost immediately and would recommend it to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. My mother-in-law loves this stuff, the jawline treatment with MDL technology. All GenuCell products are amazing. That's Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama. Using MDL technology in Chamonix's proprietary base, GenuCell's new jawline treatment specifically targets the delicate skin around the neck, for tight, healthy, younger-looking skin. Isn't that what we all want? Results guaranteed yes. or 100% of your money back. No questions asked. Start seeing results in 12 hours or less with GenuCell's immediate effects. That's also free. Order now in their legendary collagen building. Need that collagen in your skin is also free. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Enter Dan. 30 at checkout. Take advantage of the special offer. That's three free gifts with your order. Limited time only. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. All right, let's go. Nice. Yeah, I baby. Learned to wait you out a little bit there. There you okay, go. Okay, fake news. Joe, do, by the way, do, I, I didn't ask you this before the show. And I should, you don't have the fake news siren still, do you? Uh, you should, uh, I think it's not on grid. Yeah, I still have it, though. But it's not okay, on grid. If you yeah. find it during the show, let me know. Because this one, this I have so much of this to debunk today. <laughs> we, and some other substantive stuff as well. People. I don't want to go. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to warn you. So this story broke yesterday. I was doing my workout yesterday. I'm sitting there. It's a deadlift day. So I'm particularly miserable in the gym. And I see this story break by Jim Shudo, a former Obama administration official at CNN. Uh, pretends to be a, a journalist at times. And they put up this story at CNN, which is kind of um, almost comical because it's so it refutes its own premise, but you have to wait till the third part of the act to get to it. Here's the story. Uh, I'll put it up at the show notes. I hate giving them clicks over there, but you should read it to show how stupid the media is. Exclusive. Oh, exclusive. Here we go. U.S. extracted top spy from inside Russia in 2017. Now, When you get into the body of the piece, you find out that in 2017, we had this supposedly high-level contact in the Putin administration who was feeding us information. Now, we supposedly extracted him, this spy, uh, from Russia. 
based on, according as as they kind of hint in the piece, the shooto piece, because Trump couldn't keep his mouth shut. I'm going to explain to you what's really going on. Don't worry. I have to set it up first. I have two portions of the piece I want to show you. So here's the CNN narrative. Remember what I've been telling you for a week and a half now. The media is not telling you the story. They're telling you a story. So the narrative here is this. Wide concerns about Trump in the intelligence community. The removal, that is, of the spy from Russia happened at a time of wide concern in the intelligence community about mishandling of intelligence by Trump and his administration. (gasps) Those concerns were described to CNN by five sources who served in the Trump administration, intelligence agencies, and Congress. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> they got him now, Joe. Oh, yeah. CIA, Intel community had this high-level source. And what's what's the story they're trying to tell you? The narrative? Yeah. What is it? Trump burned them. Trump <laughs> burned this source. They were so worried they had to do an exfiltration. Now, as you actually read the story, and I'm going to get what they're doing in a minute. There's a tactic here. Of course, it's CNN. Trusting CNN will be the downfall of you and your credibility. And as I always tell you, obey the Bongino rule. Wait 24 hours for this story to be debunked, which it was readily by people at the Daily Caller in the Washington Post and even the New York Times elsewhere. Just right. wait 24 hours and the story will be debunked. So later on in the piece, we learn this. So remember the narrative. The narrative is Trump burned this Russian source because he's such an idiot and he's so irresponsible. And hint, hint, he was probably trying to protect himself from the Russia collusion probe too. Well, when you get to the end of the piece, you see this little line buried at the bottom. At the end of the Obama administration, U.S. intelligence officials had already expressed concerns about the safety of this spy and other Russian assets, given the length of their cooperation with the U.S., according to the former senior intelligence official. Well. (laughs) It's there. It's the same piece. It's the same piece. You just have to read to the bottom to get to that part. Oh. So, Joe, just to be clear, yes. CNN's own piece, uh-huh. they're like, well, one guy thought that there was some concerns in the Trump administration or a couple of randos we talked to, right? Yeah. Who probably hate Trump. Yeah. And then you get to the bottom of the piece, you find out during the Obama administration, they were already concerned about this guy because they were probing him for information about who? <laughs> about Trump. <laughs> they oh. refute their own premise. Oh. Now, showing oh. you how poorly... Do- Listen, it's not personal Uh, against Jim Shudo, okay? I met the guy, whatever, when I used to do commentary at CNN. But the the story's idiotic. It's hmm. just stupid. And it's obviously politically motivated. It refutes its own premise. Trump created a unique scenario, a danger. We had to pull this source out. We were already concerned about the source in the Obama administration. He was talking about pulling him out. (laughs) Did you miss that? It's your own story, dude. Now... Again, showing you how bad and poorly thought out this story was. Even the New York Slimes, that the one of the worst pathetic fake news outlets out there. Even the New York Times, I think, sensing that we're going to have trouble with this story, got out ahead of this. And look at this line from the New York Times. By the way, hat tip Peter Hassan on the Daily Caller. I took this screenshot. Uh, it's from the New York Times piece, but it's off his Twitter feed. So hat tip there. He does a great job. 
Why, listen to this, Joe. This is from the Slimes. <laughs> the decision to extract the informant was driven in part because of concerns that Mr. Trump and his administration had mishandled delicate intelligence, as CNN reported. Hmm. But this is the Times here. But former intelligence officials said there was no public evidence that Mr. Trump directly endangered the source. <laughs> and, and listen, is that it is? And other current American officials insisted that it was the media scrutiny of the agency's sources alone that was the impetus for the extraction. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, How about that? <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is like. This is it. This is so bad. This is like a, a five twenty. You know, one eighty, three sixty, five. This is like woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I mean, this thing switched. So first. The, the Remember, the narrative, CNN wanted out there. Trump is such an idiot, and he's so trying to hide himself from Russian collusion that he almost burned the source. Then at the end of their own story, they indicate that the concern for the source already started during the Obama administration, nah. who was obviously using the source to target Trump. But then equally burning their own story. Uh -huh. Here we go to the 520 here. Okay. Equally burning. The New York Slimes themselves says, no, it wasn't Trump that did it. It was us that did it by trying to burn this source. Yeah. It's, well, folks, it's unbelievable. You know, like, uh, there he is. Your opinion, man. There he is, Dad. If there was ever, ever a time for the dude, oh, dude. that was it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's just like your opinion, man. We talk, We need, we need, who's, what's that guy's name, that actor? Jeff something, I forget. We need him to make a personal appearance on the show as the Lebowski. We, the dude needs to appear on this yeah. show. I mean, if there was ever, he refutes his own story. Now, what's really going on? Yes, please. Because I, I, I need to give you the, the skinny. Thankfully, the Dan Bongino translator's in effect. Folks, the uh -huh. Durham, the Durham, the U.S. attorney, John Durham, who has been assigned to investigate potential criminality and other malfeasance in the FISA probe. In other words, the spying scandal on Trump, the use of the FISA courts to spy uh -huh. on Trump. That Durham probe is likely wrapping up and finding some really horrible stuff. The inspector general, Michael Horowitz, who is also investigating FISA abuse and other things associated with the spying on Trump by the Obama administration, is likely uncovering some really bad things. None of that is news. Why did this specific story come out from leaked anonymous intel officials? Because, folks, one of the things you've been hearing on this show for two years now is one of the biggest parts or components of the spying scandal on the Trump team is the fact that the media were colluding with people inside the Trump administration, the IC, the intelligence community, and the law enforcement community to air these false narratives, to put mm -hmm. meat on the bone, to give them, in a circular stupidity loop, meat on the bones to go back into court. There it is. Hold on. Uh huh? Joe? Okay. Time for you to put your hat on? I'm with you, brother. Right, right here, Dan O. The Dave Cricket even went off down there. I must have reactivated it. You hear? <laughs> Did you hear that? So funny. You heard that? <laughs> Folks, the FBI 
Mm-hmm. while drawing up these probable cause documents to go to the FISA court to get a warrant to spy on Trump, did not have any legitimate information. They know this by January of 2017. All the sources used to say Trump was colluding with the Russians were turned out to be bogus. The dossier's fake. They right. know this is all garbage. Mm-hmm. So in order to keep the momentum going and make it appear that these are legitimate accusations, what happens? Stories are then leaked to the media about this Russian collusion that the FBI and the intelligence community, but the FBI specifically, then uses to put back into subsequent warrants reauthorizing the spying, saying, look, it must be true. The media is even reporting on it. Where did the information come from? The same guys who are leaking it in the FBI. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have enough information. Go get us more. Hey, just leak it to the media. Hey, look, there's a media story. Yeah, you leaked it. No kidding, knuckleheads. The media collusion and the media leaks are portions, are major components of this scandal. Let's circle back now to what I what I told you I'd get to. Mm-hmm. What are they covering up here? They are trying to blame the exfiltration, the removal of this alleged source from Russia, they are trying to blame it on Trump because the Durham and IG report are going to point to devastating collusion with the media that in fact led to the burning of potential high-level sources in Russia because they wanted to get Trump. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 10-4. Yep. The media burned these guys, not Trump. The Obama administration, instead of using what they claim are high-level Russian sources to gather information about Russian attacks, Russian military incidents, um, you know, Russian uh, spies in the United States, that's not what they did. The Obama administration chose to burn what it claims are its most valuable sources to target Trump. And in the process of doing it and leaking the information to the media, They received from these sources, the Russians probably put together who those sources were based on the media leaks. Mm -hmm. Now, CNN and Shudo, Jim Shudo, have to run cover. So intelligence officials from the Obama administration, where Shudo from CNN used to work, said, guys, ladies, we got to get out in front of this story. If it looks like we leaked information to the media. And based on the pattern of those leaks and the information, the Russians burned the sources we were using because we were trying to target Trump. This is going to look really bad for us. So let's leak to Shudo that it was Trump's meeting with the Russians that caused this consternation about the sources. And that's what, in fact, made us get this exfiltrate this guy. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make us look as mm-hmm. bad. Everybody clear. digging? Yeah, we're clear. Please we're clear. tell good. Yep, because this is very important. Yep. 24-hour rule. Mm-hmm. Always remember, wait 24 hours and you'll determine two things. Number one, you'll determine the veracity of the story. Is it true or is it not? I would venture to say 50 to 60% of them will be outright debunked like this story yesterday. But secondly, it will allow you to listen to shows like this and others. You always have Sarah Carter's reporting, John Solomon, the Epic Times and others. Let them report on it. Dig their sources like I did yesterday. Poke around. And let you find out, one, if it's true, but secondly, even if it is true, why are they writing it? What's the narrative they're trying to put out there? Because they're not trying to get you the facts. They're trying to tell you a story, and that story is likely not true. 
The story here is they are covering up for the IG and Durham report, which are likely going to expose massive media malfeasance in burning what the Obama administration themselves claims is a high-level source. I believe it was a disinformation source. Having said that, I, I, you know what? I mean, maybe I'll get to a little bit of this more tomorrow because I do. I have a lot to get to. I have eight really good quality stories I need to get out. Yeah, there. this sounds like it could um, get pretty deep, dude. Yeah. It is deep, yes, and, it, yes. and it's about something bigger. Yeah. I've talked about on this show repeatedly the golden file, uh -huh. how in July, in the summer of 2016, a file was presented to the Obama administration. I call it the golden file by John Brennan, direct to Obama. The information was kept exclusively between Obama and likely Susan Rice and just other high-level confidants of Barack Obama. That golden file... What's in that golden file is devastating. It is outside of the dossier. Mm. That golden file in July is what I believe hand, was handed from John Brennan to Obama is what, what, what cemented the Obama administration's decision and Harry Reid and others to push the FBI to making a criminal uh, investigation out of this. It, well, it was a CI investigation, but they turned it into criminality later. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that golden file was the information from this very same source CNN's writing about. Now, the only question left is, was that information or was that disinformation? In other words, were the Russians playing us for fools by allowing us to believe that this guy was in fact a high-level source when all he was doing was feeding uh, fake bogus intel into the Obama administration to get a desired outcome. The New York Times and Washington Post's own story, Joe, reports that this source, that I believe is the source for the golden file, mm -hmm. that when offered exfiltration from Russia, turned it down at first. This source was in so much danger, he turned down being removed from the country? Is that Why right? would that be? Hmm. Is that right? <laughs> Why would that be, folks? Was he giving us accurate information? Was he really working for us? Sit on that one for a day. We'll apply the Bongino rule to the Bongino rule. Because I've got a whole, <laughs> whole lot more to get through today. Right. All right, today's show, I got some killer videos for you today. Including, folks, we can't say the word guys anymore. All right, guys? Oh. Listen, guys, we can't say guys anymore. Guys, no more. It's uh. done, guys. Stop saying it. I got that coming up next. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at My Patriot Supply. Listen, the world is changing. It's all over in our headlines. And when it yeah. does, it only takes one major disaster. Unfortunately, we've seen way too many of these to remind us how fragile life is. When emergencies strike, listen, are you prepared? You have insure everything in your lives that matters. You insure your home. You have your health insurance. People have eyeglasses, insurance, dental insurance, car insurance. How can you not insure your food supply? We're seeing with all these emergencies how critical that is. If not, today is the day to act if you haven't prepared because it's National Preparedness Month. Make a plan. I have. I have a bunch of the, uh, my Patriot Supply food. I built an emergency food storage supply plan. Folks, I hate to say, but you know, a lot of these other uh, you know outlets out there, they don't get it. They don't understand like how important this is. I'm very proud to be a part of this uh, sponsorship of My Patriot Supply. Uh, it's silly not to have an emergency food plan. I'm sorry, it just is. 
I mean, what would you do in the event of emergency? You, you know, beg, borrow, and steal? Your neighbor's going to have to worry about their own food as well. I prepare with my Patriot Supply. They lead the preparedness industry and sell the emergency food gear and water filtration projects uh, you'll need at some point. Act now and save $100 on a four-week emergency food supply when you go to this website, preparewithdan.com. That's prepare with dan.com. These tasty four-week food kits last up to 25 years in storage. They average over 2,000 calories a day. Breakfast, lunches, dinners, and food's excellent. Order now. Get free shipping from my uh, Patriot Supply, too. It'll uh, ship it discreetly right to your door. Don't ignore the writing on the wall. Prepare what's coming and save $100. Go to preparewithdan.com. Do it today. Ensure your food supply. You want to look your kids in the eye when they say, we're out of food. Preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Save yourself $100 on a four-week food kit today. Yeah, they're good guys, okay. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys, Joe's right. Oh, oh. Right, guys? Oh, I slipped. <laughs> clearly, you're a misogynist. Misogynist oh, yeah, pig, yeah, Joe Clearly. Absolutely. This guy, guys, this guy is clearly a misogynist pig. All right, guys, I want you to check this out. This is a great video. This is from some kooky left-wing website uh, telling you again, in the language wars, another topic evergreen on this show. Remember what the language wars are. Yeah. Liberals love to change the language at the last minute. Why? Not because this any of this is real or they believe guys is actually offensive. They don't believe any of that. Um, the snowflakes believe it when they hear it from the liberals. But the liberals who are organized do this for a reason. Mm. They change the language so you don't know it. They change it at the last minute. It's like going into the boxing ring and finding out at the last minute the other guy's allowed to carry a screwdriver. And you're like, wait, time out. No one told me that. And the fight's on. He's like, ah, he's after you with the screwdriver, <laughs> right? Liberals, when they change the rules at the last minute when you're already in the ring, what does that do? That allows them to yeah. engage in an identity politics campaign against you, even though you have no malicious motives. Like, guys, listen, when I tell you, hey, guys, listen to this video, I'm clearly now, by the liberals' new standards they enacted yesterday, Man. I'm clearly a misogynist. Yeah. So what do they get to do? Look at, don't deal with them. Those people are awful. They don't like women. They don't. None of this is actually true. <laughs> but by changing the language rules, they make you appear insensitive. Check out this video, guys. And when we come back, guys, We'll check this out on the other side. So guys, don't miss this video. Hey guys, welcome back to Now This. <laughs> guys is a simple term. It could mean boys, or if you're modern, hip, it means people. At first glance, guys seems inviting, friendly, maybe warm, even comedic at times. But it, like many male default terms, should not be normalized as an all-encompassing phrase, innocent as it may seem. While we may understand the word means no real harm, with a deeper look, you'll understand that we've been ignoring the cognitive impact on women as well as gender non-conforming folks by only explicitly addressing the male identifying individuals present. She started the piece with, hey guys. <laughs> oh, or maybe that was the point. I don't know. <laughs> so guys listen here's how this is gonna go down so she says it this is so dumb I, i'm sorry to bring but folks again i i contextualize it and provide uh. color for it so you understand that listen i i, I like comedy and being sarcastic i like yeah, making yeah. the show easy to listen to and hopefully fun but there's a bigger point here yes in her own that goes on by the way forever about the origin and guy fox and all this it's 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 painful to listen to i just took out the beginning there's a bigger point here the left is not dumb like we're joking about it cuz it sounds yeah. stupid but they have a tactical purpose and the tactical purpose is this she acknowledged it in her own piece 
well, you know, we know there's probably no ill intent or whatever she says here, but it's always the comma. But Mm -hmm. if you use this term, you're basically transphobic, homophobic, misogynistic, istophobic, phobophobic, phobophobes, because you are not being sensitive. It has nothing to do. She acknowledged it in the beginning that there's no ill intent for any of this. So why bring it up? They bring it up because it serves a tactical political purpose, and that is identifying the woke people from the Uh, unwoke people. And the unwoke people are never to be voted for. The woke people, vote for them. They will protect you against these evil unwoke people. Folks, Mm -hmm. this is how the slippery slope in the language wars starts. We are in this Orwellian nonsense time where the left changes the language rules at, at the last moment only to leave you on the outside looking in to make you look like the unwoke people. So again, they can point out, look at those evil. There, do not ever vote for them. They're coming for you later. It's a joke, but it's not. The siloing of the American populace into woke people, unwoke people, trans people, gay people, straight people, rather than moms, dads, spiritual people, which is what conservatives would prefer. You know, families keep just gauging people for everything but their skin color. That's not what liberals want because they can't pit us against each other if they do that. And the way you get the because they've already done it with uh, uh, black men and women, Hispanic men and women, Asian men and women, Muslim men and women. They're all coming for you. Those concerns It's all nonsense. But the rest of the people who are left over. You know, white men and women, look, 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 look. We can't put you in a box, but they're still coming for you because you're woke and the unwoke people don't get they shouldn't use the term guys. Serious stuff. I mean, again, we joke about it, mm-hmm. but this goes, uh, the language wars will be an evergreen topic on this show forever. Yeah. Whenever I see it, I pick it out. Mm-hmm. So guys, thanks for your attention in that. I really appreciate it. It was really well done. And all you guys out there, hey, Paula, nice job. Well done, guys. Yeah. Very well done. Is, Paula, are you offended? Are you offended? She's deeply offended. She's leaving. She's resigning right now. Oh, man. Because I said, she's out. There's no more. There's the production Why'd value of the show is going down. Why did you yeah, do I that? I know. I just, she's so offended. She's horrified right now. I see. <laughs> All right. So, uh, listen, the fake news. I got a lot of this uh, today. Again, pointing it out to show you how the media, sadly, uh, although I respect and value and will always defend the First Amendment and the right of a free press, they also have the right to be stupid and wrong. And you have to understand coming into the 2020 election, you have to have the ammunition ready to debunk their stories. As I always say, the Bongino rule again, wait 24 hours. So we saw this Politico piece, and if you would have waited 24 hours, uh, you would have had it easily debunked. By if this by this Politico piece, by the way, about this Trump, these flights, that are, by, if you ever, just let me point something out, keep that headline up for a second. It's in that direction, right? I always have to point in the wrong direction. I'm actually pointing in the wrong direction of it. It's going, looks like it's going right there. You see that? Yeah, you got it, man. If you ever see a story by, am I under her right there? there? Yeah, Look there at you that. Under- I even got the, it's like a green screen and a weather guy. If you ever see Natasha <laughs> Bertrand, folks, for, wait a week. Don't even wait 24. The, it, she is the worst fake news person out there. Almost everything she writes about Trump is false. Don't, do not run with this story. So here's another Natasha Bertrand special um, by Politico exclusive Air Force crew made an odd stop on a routine trip. Trump Scottish resort. So again, what is the narrative? Remember, the media is here to tell you a story, not the story. What's the narrative? Fake news specialist Natasha Bertrand wants out there. 
Now, if you would have waited 24 hours, I could have debunked this for you. Some people ran with it yesterday. The story is this. Having done this many times in my prior line of work, when you travel overseas with the president, we travel on C5s, C17s, very rarely C130s anymore, uh, largely C17s now. Ladies and gentlemen, um, the plane has to refuel. Now, in an emergency or in a time crunch, you can do mid-airs. They're expensive. They're obviously, there's a little bit of risk involved. Mid-air refuels. I've been on a few of them. They can get a little bumpy. Yeah. To save money, typically on the way home from a presidential trip. I hope this isn't too much inside baseball, but I'm giving you the behind the scenes how the Secret yeah, Service works cool. without giving up any cool stuff, security. Man. This is just logistics yeah. stuff. Yeah. On the way over, if there's a crunch for time and we don't have enough vehicles because the president's on a multi-leg trip because we always travel in our vehicles, you'll have to bounce from one stop to the next. You can do a mid-air refuel. It costs money. Again, there's a little bit of risk involved. Not, I don't want to be dramatic. I'm not a pilot. But, you know, it's safer to do it on the ground. On the way back from these trips, when the president's back in D.C., we have a fleet of cars. There's no rush for the cars. The plane will land and refuel. You can't fly all around the world on one tank of gas and a lot of these C-17s, C-5s, and otherwise. This happens all the time. We've landed in Rota, Spain. I've landed in Gander, Newfoundland. We land in the same spots. Now, one of the spots that we've landed at in the past is Scotland. Uh, the airport over there is called Presswick. Presswick in Scotland. How does that relate to Natasha Bertrand's new fake news story? Well, because Trump has a location over there, Turnberry, near that airport where we land to refuel. Natasha Bertrand's fake news story was, wow, the military must have landed at Presswick to fill up the Trump hotel with his personnel because Trump wants to make money. <laughs> Never mind, Trump doesn't take a salary. He's probably lost hundreds of millions of dollars running for president uh, based on goodwill on his name because the left constantly attacks the guy. So that's an easily testable hypothesis. Would it not be, Joe? So if your yeah. story, Natasha Bertrand, fake news specialist, if her narrative is that this was incredibly unusual, mm. the Air Force is only stopping to refuel in Scotland at Presswick because they wanted to put people in Trump's hotel over there, mm -hmm. Turnberry because they wanted to profit off Trump, then you can clearly look at where the Air Force has landed in the past and see if they've ever done it before. Mm -hmm. So according to the fake news specialist Bertrand's theory, we haven't done this before. Right, Joe? Scotland, yeah, well, very okay. unusual. Very unusual. That's right, Donnie. So a basic, basic internet right. search of the material, and according to statements just released by the Air Force, uh, I decided, uh, I got a hat tip, by the way, Byron York for the tip on this from the Washington uh. Examiner. Byron York kind of, I don't, I don't want to take credit for this, kind of gave me the idea here, here, here to go to YouTube and look this up. He's like, hey, check YouTube. So here's a YouTube clip, just quickly, of this airport in Presswick that we never, ever land at mm. with Air Force, per, Air Force personnel. So this is a clip of us not landing in Presswick? I don't know. Let's check this. Let's go to the videotape. Not one, but two C-17s. Aye. <laughs> Look at that. It's a doorway. <laughs> Dude, somebody, wait, wait, wait. Some people, that was, you just had me laughing. Do you, Joe, 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 in the middle of the clip, Joe busts out his Scottish. <laughs> Look at the doorway. 
Dan, there's no one in the doorway. I don't know what we're going to do. They've landed again, Daniel. Verdict is in. Freaking hysterical. You had me laugh. Joe goes toward the clip. As the, but for those of you, by the way, I'm sorry. I try to rarely do this because it's an yeah. audio podcast. Yeah. Needless to say, if you're on our YouTube.com slash Bongino, you can see it. If you're on audio, what I just showed you, and Joe halfway through goes, I, <laughs> is a brief video. I hate to do this to our audio list. Just so you know, is a brief video of July 2016. Was Donald Trump the president of July? No, he wasn't. That's right. It was the Obama administration. Oh! That is two Air Force C-17s right. landing at the very same airport. Fake news specialist Natasha Bertrand told us, this never happens. This no. never. So, and, and the guy in the background is like, hey, there are two. <laughs> <Yes>. there are- <laughs> Just wait 24 hours. Two, four. Or Joe Biden, 25 hours. What? Just wait. <laughs> Just wait 24. If it's a Natasha Bertrand story, give it a week. The story will be immediately debunked. Not only that, Joe. Not only did we just play to you the video evidence yeah. of these of planes landing there. I, I. Here are the numbers. In 2015, we landed there. So stupid. We landed there. No, not you. This story. Uh, 2015, we landed there 95 times. In 2016, we landed there 145 times. Folks, these people are not serious. Fix this in, Daniel. What are we going to do? Oh, my goodness. I can't take it. Just guys, ladies, guys, guys. Guys, just wait. Just wait. These stories are just, they're not stories. They're a story. Just wait. All right, I got a lot more. I got, you know, let me mm. just get, we got one more. After, I want to get, because I want to, I got so much fake news to get rid of, including uh, Costanza makes a return. Oh. Our buddy uh, Tater, uh, Brian Stelter. Yes, man, Brian Stelter, who apparently never, uh, which I find hard to believe, doesn't sweat. I'll get to that. I can't figure out that sweating is liquid perspiration. <laughs> don't go anywhere Ooh. for that. I promise you, Paula, don't worry. She hates my Stelter ass. I'll make it quick, but it is funny. <laughs> Stelter's up there with Natasha Bertrand as the king and queen of fake news. All right, bravo. BCM got their shirt on today. I love this shirt. This is one of my faves. Looks like half a Punisher skull right there. BCM, this interview is brought to you by our buddies at Bravo Company Manufacturing. The sponsorship, I should say. Folks, Bravo Company Manufacturing makes the finest rifles and pistols on the market. Hands down. I, I can't say enough about them. I have two of them. Um, like I said, when I went to go pick mine up, the FFL I picked them up from was like, hey, brother, these are really quality pieces of equipment right here. Precision rifles and pistols. Now, here's the difference with BCM. There's a lot of choice and a lot of really great manufacturers. Don't get me wrong. But Bravo Company Manufacturing has one goal and one goal only. That's to make life-saving equipment. This is not a sporting arms company, folks. It's not. This is a company that understands its rifles, its pistols, that the end user will potentially be a police officer, some law enforcement professional, military officer, military, uh, our, our infantry people, one of our Marines. It could be at the, in the hands of a, of a citizen who needs to defend themselves in a life or death situation. This is, again, not a sporting arms company. This is a life-saving equipment company. They're, they're crafted, handmade. These are precision-made equipment. I've fired mine endlessly. No problems ever. No malfunctions. Right on target every single time. Cleans, dismantles easily. Elegant-looking piece of equipment. 
handmade to combat standards in Heartland, Wisconsin. Every component is hand-assembled and tested to the life-saving standard BCM wants. BCM puts people before their products. They feel that the end user, when they're not, hopefully this never happens to you, but not engaging a paper target, but you're in a life or death scenario, this is the rifle you want in your hand. Bravo Company Manufacturing, BCM. To learn more about Bravo Company Manufacturing, you'll see me with their shirts on sometime. Head over to bravocompanymfg.com where you can discover more about their products. They have special offers and upcoming news. That's bravocompanymfg.com. Need more convincing? Find out even more about BCM and the awesome people who make their products at youtube.com slash bravocompanyusa. Check them out if you're in the market for a rifle or a pistol. They are the finest out there. bravocompanymfg.com. Excuse me. Okay. All right, guys, let's move on. So we had the fake news uh, thing. So what do we got next? Uh, Oh, Uber. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm going to throw this one in. It's a quick one, but it's worth your time. Let's test out the hypothesis, Joe, Um, because there's a lot of young uh, folks. There's the Dave Cricket again. The thing never worked. Now the Dave Cricket's going off left and right. That the, the yeah. battery died or whatever on the Dave Cricket. I just threw the genucell under the Dave Cricket one up. <laughs> so young, I, I'm not listening. I'm not. And before I get into the segment, I, I, again to our younger audience out there, some of you who are independent, some of you lean liberal, but I get nice emails from you. I'm, I'm not. I don't mean this to be offensive. I really mean that. This is not like me being a jerk. I just put this story in the Wall Street Journal, which we're going to discuss now. I want to put it up to test many, not all, but many of your hypothesis that government, big government is a good thing. That's obviously a thing when you're younger that to just by polling that a lot of younger folks, you know, in the 18 to 24, 18 to 30 crowd, they're still convinced that big government has the answers, um, that big government, heavy regulation, government regulation, of the economy is a good thing. So I thought there's a good way to put this to the test. And that test right now is happening where California mm. check out this wall street journal piece worth your time. Uh, here it is. Uber and Lyft poised to lose fight against California bill to label uh, label drivers employees. Why does this story matter? Folks, Uber and Lyft. Very I like Uber, I like Lyft. Uh, disclosure, I own stock in them. I you know, I it doesn't obviously dissuade me from commenting negatively if they do something stupid. I'm just mm-hmm. putting that out there unlike other people on liberal media outlets who don't disclose their liberal activists first. California doesn't like Uber and Lyft. So there's this bill getting ready to be signed by the guy, will be signed by Governor Newsom. He's going to sign it. That wants to reclassify Uber and Lyft drivers as employees. Well, what's the problem with that? Well, ladies and gentlemen, they're not employees. Some people go out. I mean, if there was ever the definition of an independent contractor, it's Uber and Lyft. Yeah. There are people who go out and drive an hour a day. People go out and drive an hour a month. People go out once every few months to make a few extra bucks on the weekends. People go out on a Saturday night and drive when, you know, the local bars need designated drivers. Uber people show up. If there was ever a definition of a business that has succeeded outside the traditional regulatory framework, it's Uber and Lyft. So what? how does this relate to young people? Young people love Uber and Lyft. Joe and I grew up in the taxi generation, yeah. right, Joe? Mm-hmm. You got a, a livery service or you got a taxi cab. Yeah. That was it. Right. You had a call in advance. Not knocking taxi drivers, but if you were outside of New York where I lived in Saverna Park, remember where Joe doesn't live far from now? Mm-hmm. 
you'd have to call. Once in a blue moon, the taxi wouldn't show up. It was really a nightmare. Uber now, boom, 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 on the app. Things five minutes away, you pull up your phone, you see what young kids have never known the taxi-only generation, ever. They don't know anything about that. They get around Uber and Lyft. Ladies and gentlemen, if this bill classifying, reclassifying Uber and Lyft drivers as employees is signed, which it will be, you can kiss Uber and Lyft goodbye in California. It is over. Prices are going to go through the roof. Drivers are going to dump it because a lot of these drivers don't even want to be classified as employees at all. Some of them can't take second jobs. Secondly, Uber doesn't want to have to pay workers' comp and payroll taxes on a driver who works an hour every three months. Why would they want to do that? What's the point of that? They lose more money on the guy or the woman than they're ever going to make. You know what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. It's never going to happen. Drivers are going to dump Uber. Uber's going to dump drivers. You're not going to be able to get a ride. And the prices are going to go through the roof. So I say to liberals out there, I wrote this down. I want to make sure I get this out there. And if you can put up that snippet from the piece, you say you love Bernie. You say you love Elizabeth Warren. You love government regulations. Let's see how much you like it when your Uber doesn't show up. From the Wall Street Journal piece, the bill which would take effect January 1st, has drawn the support of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. They're going to put Uber out of business in California. Let's see how much you love Bernie then, Libs. It goes on. Here's the hook, Joe. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Why is this bill going through? Quote, the bill has been pushed by the state's most powerful unions, including the SEIU and the Teamsters. Uber and Lyft initially tried to engage with those organizations to carve out exemptions by offering things such as wage guarantees and funds and some ability to bargain with the companies. But what happened, folks? As these unions figured out they had leverage, they said, screw Uber and Lyft. We're just going to punish them anyway. Folks, listen, I don't have any issue with unions. I do have an issue, however, with unions when they try to monopolize the time of politicians voted into office by people and then turn against those people by attacking a service, trying to unionize them. What is this about, ladies and gentlemen? It's about union dues. That's what it's about. If they can get these people in Uber and Lyft, these drivers, classified as employees and can unionize them, you're talking about hundreds of thousands, if not millions across the country, of new union-paying members. That's all this is about. So again, I ask the left, and and the younger kids out there who lean left, not being a jerk, the young adults as well, not being an idiot, I'm testing your hypothesis. You love government, you love regulations, you love Bernie, you love Elizabeth Warren, you love SEIU and the unions, Come out and say you don't like Uber. Come out and support this bill. And when your Uber doesn't show up, just this one thing. I'm being cool about this, too. Don't complain. We don't want to hear it. Hey. I'll be fine. Well, not Again, not being a jerk. I'll be fine. I have two cars. My daughter's going to be driving soon. We'll be A-OK. I'll, I can afford a taxi, even though they're a little bit more expensive and a little bit more inconvenient. Uh, my life will be OK. I'm not worried about my life. I'm worried about legitimately yours. Some people can't afford a black car service everywhere. Not being a jerk about it. I'm being serious. It's a waste of my money to do that a lot, but we can afford it. I'm a little bit older. I've got more time in the workforce. A lot of 20-year-olds can't. But I'm just saying this. Don't complain to me. You did this. Your guys and ladies, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, the big government, let's regulate everything to the death crowd. This is what they want. Now let's test it out. Let's see how much you love unions now. 
You're going to see more of this. This is just the beginning. Wait till hotels and everyone else and other interest groups start getting involved in Airbnb, which is already happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You love government regulations. Let's see when you can't stay in an Airbnb and you're paying $500 a night for the palace. Let's see how much you like that. All right. More fake news. I know. I know. It's a litany. Of, oh, one quick note, by the way. Listen, if you're in North Carolina, pay attention. North Carolina's 9th Congressional District. Get out and vote today. Get out and vote. Today is the day of a special congressional election. No excuses. The two Dans, McCready and Bishop, North Carolina 9, get out and vote today. Special election. No excuses. Bring a few people with you as well. And one more thing. We got the shout out, right, Paul? We almost forgot. Met a guy last night. Good friend of my daughter's going back to school. Got to give a shout out to a good listener, Jim uh, Jim Emerson. Big shout out. Nice job, Jim. Thanks for listening to the show. So hey, Jim. We don't do too many shout outs, but uh, I try. Okay, fake news alert. Again, I'm trying to go back and forth. Fake news, other stories. Fake news, other stories. So, you know, because I can just overwhelm you with fake news every day. So, uh, politif- politifact. This is hysterical, politifact. Politifact is not a fact checker, okay? If you believe that, I'm sorry. They call themselves a fact checker. Politifact is a, is a farce. It's a joke. Politifact is a left-wing activist group that attacks conservatives at all costs and pretends mm. to be a non-biased fact checker. So the Daily Caller did another expose on them again. Uh, Peter Hassan, who I had cited before, does great work. I, this will be in the show notes today, by the way, at Bongino.com. Subscribe to my email list. I'll email you these great stories. Quote, PolitiFact, butchers fact check on Trump and Ralph Nordham again, basically. Uh, last night at the rally in North Carolina, which was well attended, I got another fake news story about that, <laughs> uh, which was well attended in North Carolina in light of, that's why I brought up the ninth special uh, con- congressional election. That's why Trump was there to get out to vote, the GOTV. Trump brought up again the uh, the uh, Ku Klux Klan wearing uh, governor hood member of uh of, of of the 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 uh, excuse me the governor of Virginia Ralph Norton remember that the Ku Klux Klan guy mm. and the blackface guy we can't decide which one is Northam he doesn't even remember apparently that guy well Northam also made statements about uh, about the infanticide so Trump says this is from the Politifact piece the Daily Caller's Trump says Virginia Governor Ralph Northam talked about quote after the baby was born the doctor will talk to the mother and make a decision about whether the baby lives. We rated his similar claim about abortion false, PolitiFact tweeted in a live fact check of Trump rally. So just to be clear, Trump was at the rally last night and brought Mm -hmm. up the fact that the either Ku Klux Klan hood or blackface wearing governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, who went on a radio station in Maryland Mm -hmm. and literally talked about having a conversation about what to do with a baby that's already born Mm -hmm. when referencing abortion. In other words, discussing infanticide. Trump referenced it last night and PolitiFact, with air quotes, the liberal group said, no, that's false. Yeah. Okay, so there's the Daily Caller says, well, this is, again, easily testable as a hypothesis. Was what Trump said false that Northam discussed infanticide? Let's go to what Northam actually said. From the Daily Caller piece, Northam said, quote, the infant would be delivered. The infant would be kept comfortable. The infant would be resuscitated if that's what the mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and mother. Yeah, we played it here. How is that false? (laughs) That's exactly what Northam said. That's a direct quote. The baby will be kept comfortable, meaning it's alive. It's alive and they're discussing what to do with the child. That's infanticide. 
But there's no other explanation for that. We're definitely getting demonetized by YouTube. There, it is a hundred percent in fan. Uh, there's no chance this video will have an ad not running. Not a penny. Uh, what? Not a, not a penny, guy. <laughs> you guys. There's no chance, guys. No. What it? That that is exactly what North again showing you. This is fake news. That is exactly what Northam said, and Trump was right again. Now more fake news about the rally. Here's George Costanza at CNN. Tweeting about the rally last night, trying to be uh, the the alleged unbiased meeting. This guy's such a joker, man. It's unbelievable. Here's Stelter on his Twitter account. Quote, Trump just said there are people uh, in line for his rally and, quote, they are uh, soaking wet per CNN's Betsy Klein. It's 88 and sunny here in in Fayetteville. It has not rained here today. Oh, my gosh. This guy... I, again, I drives Paula crazy when I spend too much time on Tater. Um, <sighs> you know what? I don't even know what to do with this because if I go, I'm never going to stop. Let's just leave it at this. Costanza apparently has never broken a sweat in his entire life. Mm. Trump was talking about the heat. You colossal craftsman. And by that, I mean toolbox. He was talking about the heat. It was hot. People were sweating. Sweat. You know, perspiration, pores, Mm. physical activity. Physical activity? Maybe not. (laughs) Okay, moving on, because she will walk and barge in here any second if I keep going. Physical activity. (laughs) Red flag. I see none. All right, now definitely moving on. Yes. Okay, more <laughs> physical activity. Holding <laughs> yeah. 10 yards. Brian Stelter, repeat first that. <laughs> now 100% moving on. She's really losing her page now. Any second, that door's getting kicked open. Okay, uh, more fake news about the rally. So here's another genius. I think he works for Vox. Vox with a V, not Fox. I always have to say that. This guy, Aaron Rupar, whose Twitter feed is littered with stupidity all the time. But he's one of those guys. That he's probably going to block me soon. I shouldn't say I follow. But I, I don't literally follow, but I go to his Twitter feed to always find what the fake news of the day is going to be. So here's him tweeting about the North Carolina rally. Again, what's the the story, the narrative he wants out there? Nobody's showing up for these Trump rallies. Look at this picture. He has this tweet. Yikes. C-SPAN pans the camera to the back of the room, talking about the Trump rally. And it's clear there's lots of open space at this Trump rally. (gasps) At A.T. Rupar. Aaron Rupar, again, fake news specialist from Vox. Um... As I say, folks, please just wait 24 hours. In Rupar's case, you only have to wait about five minutes because he's always immediately debunked by conservatives out there who know he lies. What was that actual picture of, that open space? It was a picture of the overflow room, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't the rally. The rally couldn't actually fit any more people, so they moved them into an overflow room. Overflow, (laughs) meaning flow into it. You don't have to be a former Secret Service agent to figure this out. Let's do. Here's the Bravo read, okay? So here's oh. the stadium, right? Here's a, 
Here's the stadium. Here's the doors. People come in the doors. Phil said stadium. There is then an overflow room, separate room with a door, where people who can't fit in said stadium go into overflow room. Now, Rupar's so dumb, he doesn't know that, so he takes a picture for C-SPAN off the overflow room for people who couldn't fit in the actual rally, (laughs) and then goes, look, there's a bunch of empty space. By the way, failing to leave, he leaves out, Joe, um, Rupar, Again, clown prince of fake news. He leaves out the fact that the overflow room was more crowded than the actual flow room at a Joe Biden rally. But let's leave (laughs) that one for another day. Right? Isn't it? Because I got a couple other things to get through. This, all right. We're actually, well, amazingly, we're going to get to all our stories. Well, let's last one. Let's do this one. I'll cover the NRA one tomorrow. Beto, one of our favorites, Robert Francis O'Rourke. By favorite, I mean another uh, clown prince of fake news. So Beto, who ran as a so-called moderate in Texas, he was a fake moderate. We called him out for that BS at the time. But Beto's taking a turn to the hard left uh, because he sees an opening. He thinks he can leverage the gun issue and other issues and run as you know a near communist. Uh, so he's taken this hard left turn. And actually, actually, this is from his own Twitter feed. It's not. I'm not making this up. Here's a video of Beto. The, the, you know, liberals love to declare new rights, you know, the right to health care, the right yeah. to a home, the right uh. to, the, you know, the, you name it, yeah. the, the liberals, the right to the, the this, the right to a high level college education you have to pay for. Beto is declaring a new right. It's not just the right now, Joe, to having a house. Mm-hmm. He's got a little proviso he's going to throw into this. Check this out. Here's a tough thing to talk about, though we must. Rich people are going to have to allow uh, or be forced to allow lower income people to live near them, which is what we fail to do in this country right now. We, we force lower income working Americans to drive one, two, three hours in either direction to get to their jobs, very often minimum wage jobs. So they're working two or three of them right now. What if, as we propose to do, we invested in housing that was closer to where you work, very often mixed income housing, meaning the very wealthiest are living next to those who are not the very wealthiest in this country, to make sure that they can both afford to go to the same public schools, that we really have that as a place where in this divided country right now, you can come together without regard to your income or your race or your ethnicity, or any other difference that should not matter right now. Oh, nice try, Master Beto. (laughs) (laughs) Master Beto. I forgot about Jedi Master. Jedi Master Beto. Good try, sir. Master Beto. (laughs) (laughs) Some of our older listeners will get that one. Some of the newer ones may be a little slow on the take. (laughs) It's like the Obi-Wan of the presidential campaign. (laughs) Yes. Master Beto. Beto. <laughs> nice job. The Jedi Master of Stupid. <laughs> so just to be clear, you don't only have the, the right to a home now provided yeah. by other people who work who have to pay for your house. Now you have the right to a house close to where you work. And, and he adds another layer. Yeah. There's another little kind of carve out on that. You have the right in an apartment building where rich people live, too. So not not only a right to a home. That's the first level of stupid that we have to pay for. So I have to work to pay for my own house. Now I got to pay for your house, too, okay? That's not it. I have to pay for a house near your job. And then I have to pay for a house near your job in a building with rich people where I don't even live. I don't. (laughs) Paula, right? We have looked. 
We have, because I work up in New York. Not a lot, but, you know, I have to travel. We had actually, look, I do okay, folks. Again, I'm not crying poverty. We can't even afford a place right now up there. But I have to pay for you now to live in a doorman building in New York because Master Beto thinks this is a great idea, <laughs> declaring a new right for you to not only have a home I pay for, have a home near your job, and in a doorman building with super rich people and those like UPS Amazon boxes in the lobby with swimming. You ever see that show Million Dollar Listing uh. on Bravo? They want Friedrich or Ryan, one of those real estate guys, uh. or the new guy who just came back who paints his nails black they want you to get you in one of those million dollar buildings even if you don't want to work and pay for it <laughs> oh my gosh ladies and gentlemen if trump isn't reelected, this country is over we are living in absolute volcanic peak stupid right now thanks to people like jedi <laughs> this guy is a moron free home Free home close to work and free home in a doorman building. I mean, what what's what do we want next? Free massage, massage oh. not even massage, massage services. What do they want? Spa treatments? Nail bed treatments? Look at my, they're disgusting. My nails are like a working dude. I, I keep bashing them in between weight plates. What's next? Manicures? What, what's next? Pet sitting? Grooming? Pet castration services to oh. fix your pets when you adopt them. What's next? Free food? Free food delivery? Folks, do you understand that creating mysterious rights creates obligations on others? When you declare a right, you declare an obligation on me and everyone else to pay for it. That's what a right is. Now I got to pay for your, your dog grooming services? I got to pay for what? Now that I have a right to school, you have a right to go to Harvard. I got to pay for that too? This is insane. I got to pay for your house near your job in a rich doorman building. I don't even have that. I got to pay for you. No. When are conservatives going to come out? Like, this is why I like Trump. And just say, I'm not paying for anybody's crap anymore. We have a safety net. You have problems. There's a food stamp. Uh, there's a there's a food. The availability of food stamps. We have SNAP. We have TANF. We have SCHIP. We have Medicare. We have Medicaid. We have enough of a safety net. Enough. If you're an able-bodied adult male who can work, then get your ass off the couch and go to work. I work. Paula works. Mm -hmm. Joe works. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's work. I love my show, but it's work. I got to get up early, get the show together. I traveled around the world getting dengue fever in my last line of work. Work. You have people out there do real, actual labor. Tradesmen, craftsmen, specialists, laborers. These guys and ladies work hard your ass out of bed get to work i'm not paying for your apartment in a doorman building because master beto said so forget it done no chance oh these guys are frustrating we'll have more of this of course oh. all right i'll get to this and i give an nra story tomorrow good new rules in effect don't miss that i appreciate it please subscribe <laughs> to our youtube channel check out the video with the i know i for the audio podcast i described to you what it was but check it out it's like 20 seconds show it to your friends we've never landed in scotland really what about these guys Oi! <laughs> 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 It's not like a pirate. It was like a Scottish pirate or something. Like William Wallace was wearing an eye patch. Aye. William, Rob Roy. Aye. What the heck? What, what?
<laughs> show's totally off the rail. All right, folks. Thanks a lot. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. I'll see you all tomorrow. Take it easy. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.